Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, along with our executive producer T-Bone and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host Dan Doc Hathaway. First of all, to you guys and everybody listening, happy Labor Day weekend. Woo! Woo! Hooray! Uh, not only is it Labor Day weekend, but more importantly, it's the start, full slate of college football. Yeah! I mean, that's, that's, I don't know, I get a little tingly, even though my team... Does not do good, but <laughs> I won't say where I went, Kansas. And uh, but uh, I love college football and and barbecue and football. Is there anything better? Anybody? There's nothing better than than college football and barbecue. I know. No. Did, did you see? Okay, so the Chiefs had their first home game preseason a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? And apparently there was a picture and everything. While some people were waiting to get into the parking lot to tailgate, okay. They set up their tailgate in the waiting line. <laughs> yeah, and, and and had their you I've know been in that waiting line and everything. I've been in that waiting. That's line. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So well, we're going to be here for a long time. Get there Let's at six just... o'clock in the morning. You get in line to wait for them to open oh the gates, gosh. and you just put out a grill. And I'm I'm I've gotten too old for that kind of thing. Well, I I can see me doing that. Watch it, Dan. I would young, never. I would never do boy. it now. I mean, we did it ten <laughs> ten years ago, but. Hey, you do competition barbecue. That's a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, I know how to take down a tent and part and cook in a parking lot pretty pretty <laughs> easily. Yeah, it's not not hard. Speaking of competition barbecue, we got a great guest on again this week. Who do we have, Dan? Uh, we we have Andy Groneman from uh, Smoke on Wheels. Very nice. Yeah, we had him on once before. Yeah, he's Very, a great guest. I he's, man, he teaches all kinds of classes. He he knows more about barbecue than any of us ever will. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And we're gonna talk to Dan. I was thinking. Labor Day weekend, people are going to be, of course, barbecuing and ribs. So we Ribs? Ribs? What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We've never talked ribs before. Finally, finally, <laughs> we're going to talk about it's all, ribs. We, 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 it's been a couple weeks, but we can talk about ribs. Yeah. I came up with beef ribs versus pork ribs. I yeah. want to talk a little bit about that. I dig it. Yeah, we can definitely do, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that. Well, one comes from a cow. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a pretty pretty standard answer. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I plan to think. You know. Well, someday I'm going to pull this bus over and just kick both of you out. Okay, <laughs> just so you know. Not before I drive it off of a cliff, flaming. Trust me, it's a short <laughs> yellow bus too. It is not a big long one. So, okay, I saw this thing, MSN.com survey. Oh, here we go. We haven't done one in a long time. Well, and I found one. Over 162,000 people have responded to this. You know what? I think we this. made it all summer without one. <laughs> no, we have. I haven't I haven't done one. I've had them. His internet's been out. No, I've had... <laughs> That's one bill I forget to pay. I've, I've had these locked and loaded. I've got a few of these. And I'm just like, well, sprinkle them in every once in a while. So here's here's the question. Time for, for some fancy dining. I know, Dan, you've taken the missus out lately to some nice restaurants you've talked about. So, you go to a fancy dining, what's your entree of choice? And here are your choices. There's four choices. Steak, seafood, something vegetarian, or something else. So, again, this is uh, entree of choice. Dan, we'll start with you with steak. 
What do you think percentage wise people voted? Oh, I'm going to say, you know, I mean, really, it's a regional answer, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say like uh, 65%. Okay. T-Bone, what do you got on that one? For which one now? For steak. How many people do you think said steak if they're going for a fancy dinner? I'm going to say 62%. 62. <laughs> this isn't prices right. I know, that's exactly what I thought about. <laughs> I bid $1. All right, Dan. I'll, I'll, go, I'll start with T-Bone on this one. Okay. This way it's fair. So, uh, T-Bone on seafood. What percentage do you think people said seafood for fancy dining as an entree? Doing math. I am. I am. I'm working <laughs> it in my go over head. 18%. 18%. Oh, wow. Okay. Dan, what do you think for seafood? Uh, 25%. 25%. Dan's going to run out of percentages. Okay. Now, we'll start with Dan this time. Something vegetarian. How many, how many people said that that's their entree? Something vegetarian. 3%. 3%. Okay. Ah. T-Bone? You can say three. I'll say seven. Oh, wow. He's going up there. He's going to be at 120 when we're done. And finally, T-Bone's just something else. What How many? What percent do you think was something else? 13%. 13. Okay. I'm going to guess that's right because I don't have time to add it. Dan, what do you think? Well, I, I, I added. It's I, right. I really screwed up on this one because something else is so broad. I'm, I mean, I only have 7% okay. left. That's, that's cool. That's cool. So here's the answer. Steak. You guys both were way too high, according to the survey. 45% was steak. What? Yeah. But this says fancy dining. Now, honestly, fancy dining for me, steak number one. There's, yeah. there's, well, you're a red-blooded American, dude. I am a Midwestern boy. <laughs> Just give me a steak. I'm a, Put some mushrooms on top of it, baked potato. I am a happy camper. There you go. Seafood was fairly high. Um, you guys had 25% for Dan, 18% for T-Bone, 39% yeah. for seafood. Wow. Yeah. But East Coast bias. <laughs> right I, I, they think they're they're pulling their people by the water yep uh i i like seafood on the side like maybe a thing of crab legs or lobster like tail a whole lobster and a steak surf and turf <laughs> give me surf and turf all day long okay. oh, did you say whole lobster a whole lobster well you know i could do that yeah. something vegetarian you both were fairly close two percent yeah so that that's where that's my category <laughs> it's fun well, and, and the thing is, we don't want to bash our vegetarian friends. We're glad that they tuned yeah, in. But I, as an entree, I'm, no, I'm not going to go there, but certainly a veg, something veggie on the side. Uh, Dan actually was closer with 3%. Just I, so I wanted 3%, but then I knew that was going to leave me way too much at the end. <laughs> You're probably better off with that. One. Something else, T-Bone was closest. Something else was 14%. Mm. Uh, T-Bone had 13%, and Dan did his math and realized he only had 7% so left. So who won? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to win, right? Uh, 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 T-Bone won. Congratulations. Okay. okay. Good, job. Good job, T-Bone. Time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix-it man, sponsored by our September barbecue sauce of the month, Blues Hogs, original barbecue sauce, the squeeze bottle. Man, I want one of these. 25 ounce, only eight forty nine. Blues Hog barbecue sauce is a gourmet sauce made from all natural ingredients, and it's sweet yet spicy. Flavor enhances the taste of all meats prepared on the grill or in the kitchen, which you can get at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us this week? Dear Dr. Dan, what's the difference between charred meat from just being burnt? <laughs> That's from, from Constance in Brunswick, Georgia. The short answer is that is about a 12-pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but Just seriously, burnt. I mean, there there is a big difference between charred and burnt. And, you know, to make it really quick, 
you know, when you burn something, you are basically fully blackening it and turning it into a like carbon. Mm. Okay. You've had a, everybody's had a burn steak before. Uh, now, when, is that different from well done? Uh, you know, yeah, yes, it is. It okay. is, is definitely, you know, different than well done because you can actually still burn something and it still be raw in the middle. Oh, like, that's like an true. old Pittsburgh steak. You yeah. Know? Like the first steak you ever cooked, you know, <laughs> but when you, when you, uh, what was the other term? Charred. 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 Charred is what you want because charred is how you develop those flavors, those, those familiar grilled flavors. And that only happens when you just get the, the sugars and the proteins to get to that point to where it actually is caramelizing and not turning into carbon. And and then as you cook it, you get as the, you cook the right it, temperature. As it goes and goes and goes, then you, you know, you and you can end up going from charred to burnt pretty darn quick. And then you want to have it sit, so And then you want to have a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to already have your apology written out. <laughs> have have the pizza place on speed dial. Right, yeah. Anybody <laughs> like tacos? Well, thank you, Constance. That was a great question. Uh, you're going to get a, a bottle of our September barbecue sauce of the month. Blues Hogs original barbecue sauce comes in the squeeze bottle. This one does. Um, and it's $8.49, and you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ store.com or kcbbqstore.com and if you have a question for us just go to our Facebook page BBQ Radio Nation and ask us that question coming up returning guest Annie Gronerman he's going to be with us barbecue champion a legend and a teacher of barbecue that is coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Dan Hathaway and a very special returning guest, Andy Groneman. He's got a wonderful barbecue team, Smoke on Wheels Barbecue. These guys are kicking it. He also is a teacher of classes, which I'm excited for because basically... Tuning in today is going to be like being a student without paying the fee. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're probably up to nice. paying anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll send him some barbecue sauce. Yeah. Andy, welcome back to the show. How you doing, buddy? Thanks. Doing great. Are you excited? It's Labor Day weekend. Do you have any plans for the holiday weekend? Well, so Labor Day weekend, this holiday weekend, is my wife and I's wedding anniversary. So ah. I'm sure that I will be uh, wooing my bride. Oh, man. What are you going to cook? I mean, what, what, what does the bride of Andy Groneman get for their wedding anniversary dinner? Whatever the heck she that's wants. That's right. Yes. That's exactly yeah, it. Probably seafood, probably king crab, and maybe some uh, dry-aged uh, steak to go with. Very it. nice. Oh, yeah. well, surf and turf. Surf and turf. And we did, a, we did a little MSN survey last segment about going out for fancy dinner. Now, if you're going out, just you, don't, don't worry about your wife. She's on her own. She's going to get everything that's expensive. But just for you, if you're at a restaurant, what's the first thing you're going to choose as an entree? Ooh, as an entree. Um, that's a good question. I typically go for the seafood dishes myself. Okay. So, you know, like, or, or I like to go find something that you're not going to see anywhere else. So if you're, if you're someplace and, and they've got like some fusion thing they're known for or something, I'm going to go away from standard stuff and try and have something I haven't had before. Okay. That just, that, that just has to be like a barbecue guy thing. Because that's that's the same direction I'm going. I mean, I'm getting duck. Because you guys, because you guys do so much brisket and and, and steaks ribs and everything, and everything yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's steak. I love. Steak. Oh yeah. If there's like a duck breast on the menu, I'm all about that. All like yeah, all, I'm, over I'm, I'm, <laughs> all over it. All over it. So Andy, you know, last week you stopped by the store and we were just chit chatting about uh, what you had going on over the weekend, and and you spent the weekend doing a team building class, uh, a corporate team building class. Is that something that you've been doing a lot lately? You know, honestly, with, with COVID and all the craziness there and it's starting to break back open, people have been looking for ways to do something different than just try and go out to top golf and or, or any of those kind of things where you're going to be out with massive amounts of people. So they're looking to do new things that are still a cool experience and not necessarily out in the general public. And so we have done more recently we've done a few different types of those team builders and yeah this was a great one great group of people um but you know employers are looking for ways to kind of de-stress their employees now, and give now, them a Andy, bit of an outlet i've got to ask during the team building do you lay out like some some raw ribeyes and then they do that trust fall where they everybody <laughs> stands there and has to try to catch them and if they miss them they fall into the ribs or the uh two, two men enter one man leave ribeye contest <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna flip a coin run no it's we we do all different kinds. We've, we've done some where we set them up, you know, you get a group of sales guys and they're all competitive by nature. Mm. Right. So they're, they want to do a rib competition. So you're teaching them how to do ribs. You're integrating a little bit of kind of their corporate uh, training or whatever into that. And at the end, somebody wins because sales guys like to have a win. <laughs> um, and, but then there's other ones where it's just like, they want to let their team blow off some steam, have some fun doing something they haven't done. And so there's absolutely zero business involved. It's break out the coolers. Everybody's got a beer and is just kind of enjoying time around the grill and trying some new recipes. 
and it's a completely more of a decompression thing to let some of the steam off. So, so we, we see it all. It's great. So it's just like a, a nice low stress way to get everybody involved. And you get to, you know, you get to show them how much you know about cooking. And, and that's, that's the most fun part about what kind of like what we do is, is just teaching people and introducing people to barbecue and, and showing them. And it, it doesn't take, you know, you don't have to buy a $5,000 rig. You don't have to, you know, you can do very simple things with, with very little, but have amazing results if you have if you're willing to put the time into it and so yeah yeah and and that's really like the and you're exactly right the cool part is when you see somebody get one of those little aha moments mm -hmm. where and and like you know we're cooking up some different uh dishes for this tailgate class that we were doing and you show them a different way of doing something like they're going oh yeah we we normally do wings and do this and do that and it's like you show them a couple of different recipes and how easy it is. Like my favorite one is like showing them pig candy. It's so simple. It's three ingredients. It's, you know, bacon, sugar, and cayenne, right? But most people just haven't really thought about that. And you give that to them and it's like, wow, I can do that in 35 minutes on any grill that I've got and turn out pounds of awesome stuff to pass out at my tailgate or, you know, just any, anything like that. And you see these little aha moments of never thought of that, or gosh, I always burn my uh, pig candy. When I put sugar on something, I always burn it. Well, here, we'll cook it indirect this way and you won't burn it. And they go, Oh, got it. You know, it's a temperature thing. It's a direct radiant heat thing. It's you see, everybody has their own little kind of aha moment. And, and that's what is great about, uh, the classes and the events like that, because you get to just interact one-on-one -on -one with everybody and kind of figure out and feel out where they're at. And we're so talking to Andy Groneman, who's got Smoke on Wheels Barbecue. The, this I've done. I'm, I do improv comedy and stand-up comedy, and I've done those kind of things with businesses. And I think about there's a local place. Um, this will be only regional, but in Overland Park, where you can go in and do cooking classes. But I'm thinking barbecue classes in a business setting where you're having fun, that just sounds outlandishly great. Now, w w what do you do originally? Do you tell them, okay, this is how you make the ribs or here's the ingredients, do what you want with the ribs, and then you just kind of help them out? So I'll typically set it up with two to three recipes for a class. And what I found is, you know, like from a time period, two and a half to three hours max is what you're going to have people for like your attention span and, and kind of committing <laughs> time. You just, you, to keep everything moving, you, you can't really go longer than that. So I'll usually do two to three recipes and we kind of go start to finish, cover every part of that from if it's ribs, for example, like you said, we talk about meat selection, baby backs versus spares. What makes a good rib? What do you want to look for on the packaging? Get kind of all of the baseline info covered and then kind of walk them through the whole process and then we do it end to end so for example i might have some cooking already because we're going to eat too right we're going to eat everything we make and <laughs> enjoy this enjoy the spoils of the labor of the class <laughs> but we will have have those to a certain point so that we can pick that up in the process and they get to really go from kind of start to finish on every recipe so there's some of that nice fulfillment of you know, we started with these raw ingredients and ended up with something that we thought tasted really good. So it's it's pretty fun. 
Well, Andy, that sounds like a class you could do anywhere. And, you know, we, we broadcast in 30 different states. So uh, maybe if somebody wants to call you and they'll, they'll like, you know, fly you out there. Will, will you go out there and do some, some classes like that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Any chance we get. And just remember, Dave said that on the radio. So when you're <laughs> handing out commission checks, it was Dave Caius who said that on the radio. We're talking with Andy Groneman. We're going to have him back talking about, Dan wants to talk about tri-tips. So we're going to do that next segment. He's Smoke on Wheels Barbecue. Check out their team. Countless awards. We don't have time to, to list all the awards. A million. A million awards. He's won everything. Well, won everything. <laughs> but you, you need to check that out again. We'll be back with Andy Groneman right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Stand by as we're going to be talking tri tips here on BBQ Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius with you, along with producer T-Bone and my co-host, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. We are talking to world champion barbecuer Andy Groneman. He's got a great team, Smoke on Wheels Barbecue, and you can also find Andy on Facebook at Andy Groneman. Uh, Andy, Dan was wanting to talk about tri-tips, and that's something I know nothing about, so I love throwing it over to Dan, and then I get to learn something. (laughs) So here we go. (laughs) So yeah, so... Uh, Andy and I were talking a while back and and it just jogged my memory that the best tri-tip that I've ever had was at a little gathering that we were at about 10 years ago and he made this amazing tri-tip and so I just wanted to have him come on and talk a little bit about tri-tip where it comes from on the animal what makes it so great and just give us some cooking tips on it so Andy if you can just kind of give us an idea of, of what you're looking for when you're, oh, when yeah. you're buying it and uh, and and kind of your preparation that goes into it we'd love to hear it yeah so so tri-tip is back on the back side of the animal so if you think about you know you've got your round and your top sirloin and sirloin and, and all of those cuts back there the bottom sirloin uh where it kind of comes together you've got the flank down there your short loin on one end and the round on the other end um that triangle steak there which we're calling tri-tip that is really one of the muscles that you get out of that bottom sirloin and in general you know, there's always ways to try and monetize meat. There's all kinds of new cuts like Denver steaks and flat irons and mm-hmm. all of that. Those come out of roasts that all exist. But, you know, they're trying to figure out ways to get people to use those cuts and, and find new ways to do them. So tri-tip has been around, though, forever since the early 1900s um, as, a, as a steak or a roast. And it's really just a great cut of meat. It's got so much flavor being there on that bottom sirloin and what i always shop for i try and get the highest grade i can just because of the marbling you get that fat inside the muscle and that's the fat that's going to add flavor uh and texture to that thing uh but tri-tip you know you there's there's a whole uh you know series of names that you might hear for it triangle steak or you hear it called the santa maria steak because uh, tri-tip is huge in California, right? That was probably the first place I ever had it was was like a walking street taco in California years ago. And 
the 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 seasoning's just super simple. It's salt, pepper, garlic, onion, little parsley, uh, and they just do like an open roast on it. And you know, when we were talking about uh, that party we were at, we were cooking that on a trash can on a drum smoker. <laughs> yes, right. So right over the coals, about two feet from the coals, and you're just getting a nice radiant heat on it. You get that char on the outside. Uh, and super simple seasoning. And then you can finish that with any kind of sauce that you like. You want to go like we were doing a, that bourbon peppercorn sauce uh, that night, but you can throw chimichurri on it. You can, I mean, you name it. It is so versatile. Um, it's just a great cut of meat and, and super simple to cook. Once you take that piece, you, any of the silver skin on it, you're going to trim that off. But lightly seasoned it goes right onto the grill you're going to take it to medium rare so we're talking you know less than 30 minutes of cook time and it, it's definitely the star you know center plate it can it can hold up so when what so when we're talking you know when it just goes on the cooker you know every time that i've ever done tri-tip it's always been kind of like a, a medium heat you know like a 375 three you know 325 to 375 i tend to cook yep. a little bit hotter but I mean, is that is that kind of the ideal temperature for that cut of meat in order to keep it juicy and 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 make sure that you're not you know um, it's not going to tighten up on you? Yeah, because you you've essentially got two ways that you can keep it from doing that, and so one is that kind of nice roasting heat, that kind of three twenty five to three seventy five range, mm-hmm. and when you're you doing that, you want to have enough radiant heat that it's get it's building that bark over time. It's not that, that crust on the outside. Um, and that temperature allows you to do that. If you start to crank the temperature much above that, you'll start to scorch the outside of the meat and get it too dark and, and it'll start to get bitter. But the, the other temperature you could do that at is you could do a two stage cook and start it with a little bit lower temperature. I was just going to ask you if you could implement a reverse sear on it. Yeah, absolutely. So, and if you think about a Santa Maria grill, right? So if you've seen one of those in person or used one, it's a grate that is over a, you know, a big charcoal or wood bed. And then it's got a crank on the side and you can raise and lower the meat, right? Up up and down on these rails over the coal bed. And so those Santa Maria grills, you would start out with that meat high off of the coals so that you're getting that kind of 250 to 275 degree heat. And you let it go a little longer, take on a little bit of that smoke and the character, and the whole roast is coming up to temp a little bit slower. And then once you're pretty much at rare, you can crank it down right over the coals and then really get that sear to lock a crust on the outside. So a reverse sear for that is a great way to do that. But roasting it is right up there too. If you can maintain a nice 325, 350 and just let her ride, you might have to flip it a couple of times just to keep evenness uh, on the piece of meat itself, but it's a phenomenal way to cook it. And so when you, when you're getting ready to take it off the cooker, what, you know, you said about a, a medium to a medium rare, that's right. Yep. And that's Absolutely. what, that you're looking at like a one, one twenty what one, yeah, one twenty five to one thirty five. Yeah. On internal temperature. Yep. And when we pull it off, it's going to keep cooking anyway. Yeah. So you're going to, because you've been applying all that heat to it. So you got, mm-hmm. you know, thermal, thermal carryover. So yeah. if I pull it off at 130, 
it's going to sit there and rest and kind of come up to 135, which is perfect. Yeah, I always tend to pull mine just a shade early because I know that I'm going to be way behind on everything else I'm serving. So I'll just put it on the counter, put a piece of foil over it and let it just rest for like 15 minutes. And it's usually right, right where I want it at that point. Yep, that is exactly right. Andy, let, let me ask you about the tri-tip. And by the way, earlier you you said the word char, which is our unofficial drinking word of the day. day. Um, <laughs> we, we didn't designate that, but we Wait should have. I didn't. I don't have a bourbon hand. You didn't tell me there were drinking games. Dan, you didn't tell me there were drinking well, games Well, I'm involved. on the wagon, so I... I yeah. <laughs> we, we do have an official drinking game, but once char came out, I was like, okay, well, that's, that's our de- name of the day. Uh, Cost-wise, um, and this is for both you and Dan... Uh, how how is tri tips? Is is it is it less expensive, medium, maybe a little more expensive? Uh, tended to be less expensive, but like anything that gets popular, it's gone up a little bit. Yeah. And of course, right now, meat prices are stupid high. Yeah, um, which is a whole nother topic. But <laughs> in general, I would say it, it it leans towards the less expensive cut, which is is what's nice about it. It's a secondary cut. It's not a ribeye. It's not a strip or a tenderloin, right? It's coming off of the sirloin. So if you think about if you were going to just go buy a sirloin steak at six bucks a pound, you know, versus a strip at nine and a ribeye at 11, you know, this will be kind of in that five to six dollar a pound range uh, or, or sometimes even a little less on sale, although it's become popular. Uh, so it, it's starting to creep up a little bit, but it's still at that lower end. Yeah, it's you know it's one of those things where uh, ten years ago in Kansas City, trying to find a tri tip was virtually impossible. But now you know you can walk into most of the big big grocery store chains here, and they'll have it at their meat counter. It's it's kind of nice. Yeah, and so that that kind of uh, demand is has driven the price up a little just bit, like so, briskets, <laughs> yeah. just like briskets, uh, briskets, chicken wings, right? Chicken, chicken wings w- used to be free. You, would free. you could go to the store and they would just give you the wings, and now they want five dollars a pound or six dollars a pound. Well, Arthur Bryan used to give you burnt ends when you walked in and standing in lines for free. Yeah, can you can imagine yep, that now? Right. Hey, Andy, it's been a pleasure once again talking to you. We've been talking with Andy Groneman. He is a world champion. Uh, barbecue are you going to be at the american royal this year absolutely we'll be at the royal look for his team smoke on wheels is it is that it is it smoke on wheels barbecue or is it just smoke on wheels yeah smoke on wheels and smoke. we uh we are actually having our 20th royal this year oh so. wow the legends of the royal that's awesome that's right that's, that's kind awesome. of a diamond or something i don't know what you call it but anyway andy groneman once again check him out on facebook at andy groneman you can find him there and coming up next segment we'll be talking to dan something we never talk about ribs <laughs> ribs is coming up next so don't go anywhere right here on barbecue radio nation I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. 
and by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. You can check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got both commercial and now residentials for you backyard barbecuers. That's oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to Regional Radio KARV 101.3 FM and 610 AM, the Valley's new authority, Russellville, Arkansas, and you can check them out at KARVradio.com. They are doing news and talk out there, and thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. And this week, the Kansas City Barbecue's spotlight goes to... Well, let me tell you, Dave, <laughs> the barbecue spotlight this week is... Because I introduced that as horribly as I possibly could have. So well, no, no I, I mean, I, I thought you did a pretty good job. I'm, I'm good with the it, The bar man. is low around here some days. Thank you. <laughs> so what do you got for us from the Kansas City so Barbecue store? I have one of... I mean, it's, it's a very simple tool, but it's something that everybody needs, and that is a, a good boning knife, a good, oh. flexible boning knife. And if you're familiar with the brand Victorinox... We've they, talked about them before. We've talked about them before. They make the best curved boning knife that you'll ever that you'll ever get your hands on. And so it's a very utilitarian knife, very sharp right out of the box, but it fits well in your hand. It has a microbial handle, so you know it you don't have to worry about bacteria. And it's actually been ranked the top knife from uh, Cook's Illustrated magazine. Cook's Illustrated for many, many years now. I love it when they have the uh, bikini issue. So uh, well, that's that's odd, but I, I haven't seen that one. But okay, T Bone got the joke. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, Once a year, that was a I Sports mean, Illustrated joke. I'm, I'm I'm laughing right now. That's funny stuff. He's laughing on the inside. I'm laughing on the inside, him. crying on the outside, just like my audiences. So yeah, at the store we've got them twenty six ninety nine. We've got them all day long. It's the best tool you'll put in your uh, in your arsenal for okay, sure. Okay, me the non barbecue person. Yeah, this curved knife is this really is this something that you use when you're filleting fish? It's actually, you know, it it a curve. This curve bone, this particular curve boning knife. Let me get my words straight here. Okay, is I actually use it for an, a just an all around utility knife. I, I have a, trimming fat, trimming fat, trimming briskets. I'll cut ribs with it. Um, uh, filleting fish, like you said, you know, and they're the the nice thing is these particular knives they are flexible enough where you can util, use it like a fillet knife. Doesn't work as well as a super flexible fillet knife, but in a pinch you can definitely use it. So, you know, when one of the things like when when I go to a restaurant and I, and I get a slab of ribs and sometimes they're cut into pieces and sometimes they're not. Yeah, I'm lazy. I wish they were already cut. But when when you're cutting it, this is like a really good knife for doing that. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, I use you know at the house if I'm just cooking and and I need to cut up a tomato, that's that's the first knife I grab. It's, I just basically use it like an all all purpose util, okay. utility knife. Well, very cool. You can yep. get it at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. By the way, if you're not Facebook friends with us, it's free. 
just to like us at BBQ Radio Nation. Well, you don't Nation. have to actually like us. Just <laughs> well, like the Facebook Well, page. I want them to like us because <laughs> every week when Dan talks about one of the products, we put that on Facebook. So if all of a sudden you're driving and you go, wow, that sounds good, and then you forget about it, go to our Facebook page, and every week there it is. And in fact, we've gotten all kinds of wonderful I, items for folks for holidays and gifts yeah you know and drop your questions there too and drop your questions there too yeah. wow dan's on top of this. i'm on top of it see <laughs> i'm multitasking so this being labor day weekend i got to thinking well let me back up a little bit <laughs> my friday night group uh my poker group one of the guys just bought a new smoker what'd he get i don't remember and i asked him and he doesn't remember he showed me pictures he's like this is what you guys do when you buy a new smoker. It's like buying a new car or having a baby. You show pictures to everybody. I have more pictures on my phone of food and smokers. <laughs> so he's showing everybody. Look at this. Look at this. It's got the yeah. little side thing. And this guy, you know, he's all excited. That's awesome. So, and, but he's a longtime smoker. So it's not like, you know. You should tell him to quit that stuff. It's bad for you. <laughs> well. There's my joke. <laughs> there, that was my rim shot because I don't have a rim shot. <laughs> so he brought for the group last Friday night, our little poker group, which, by the way, is not real money. It's only fake chips. Yeah, right. Based anybody's listening uh-huh uh so anyway you guys I, are probably playing for werther's originals <laughs> sadly <laughs> that is so true but but we don't do anything that gums up your dentures we you can't do okay, that perfect so i was a little late to poker and th- he had brought everybody some ribs so everybody got a couple three ribs yeah and but he saved one for me because yeah. he knows i'm so a barbecue in your car well <laughs> no but he wrapped it up he put it in the refrigerator and I got that thing out, and I got into my car, and I love driving home when you got barbecue in your car. And even though this thing was cold, I could smell the wood coming off of it. It just smelled so good. And long story short, it got me thinking about ribs. Labor Day weekend, a lot of people, they're going to be smoking ribs this, this week. This is the weekend to cook this, ribs. This I mean. really is. So I've had very few times in my life beef ribs. Yeah. But talk a little bit about beef ribs cuz oh, you don't see, you don't really see them that many times uh, that many places, do you? Well, when you do, it, it's it's you know, like for example, one of our our guests that we've had on on the show before, Blaine Hunter mm-hmm. up in Omaha, is sure. his restaurant Porky Butts. Every once in a while, and you have to watch their social media, they will they will put beef ribs on the menu and it's only it's usually one day it usually sells out by lunchtime, and people go crazy about you know crazy for. Are them. they harder to get a hold of? Are they, they more scarce? You know, it, it depends. It, it's it's just like anything else. There's a lot of regional okay. that goes along with it, but at the same time, you know, a lot of times when they are breaking down these whole animals, they'll they don't use the plate ribs, and those are the big you know what what everybody calls like the dinosaur bone, yes, the dinosaur the Flintstones, bone, the big Flintstone ribs, <laughs> and those are those are plate ribs, and a lot of times those will actually get. Um, cut down and 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 ground into into hamburger no it, it's just i didn't know, know that yeah. and so you really have to find a place that will cut you these plate ribs or you know you go to like a a local butcher shop and and tell them hey i want the plate ribs because a lot of times the only thing that you're going to find are the the back ribs the beef back ribs which are way up higher on the on the animal just like a loin back right. rib on a on a hog and they Yes, they have awesome meat. I mean, just unbelievable meat on them. But man, there's something about those plate ribs. When they cook down, the meat kind of shrinks up and it's almost like a big strip of burn ends on a bone. <laughs> now, it, now, it's you, just delicious. Because they're bigger, how much longer do you have to... Do you smoke them any hotter or just smoke them longer? You know, for me, when I when I do beef ribs and especially the big plate ribs, I like to do a really low and slow because the way that those, the animal is that's where a lot, there's a lot of fat on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the down by the plate is where, you know, there's just a ton of fat 
and it will it's a very resilient cut of meat and so you can cook it super low and slow for a long time and like i said it just melts in your mouth so about what temperature and about how long and and please do it in in time not beers this time okay. if you could give us okay. an answer on so that a, i know it's labor day weekend yeah, well, I mean, I, i'm, I'm kind of thirsty right now you know? so every time that i've ever done these plate ribs I always run my cooker about 225. Okay. That's the ideal kind of old school number that you're looking for for really low and slow barbecue. And I'll always do a, a, a really simple rub because you don't want to overcomplicate it because you want the meat to be the star, especially with you know the fat and, and just the, the juiciness and the tenderness that you get out of them. And they're going six to eight hours. Wow. Easy. And okay. it depends on how big the, the actual cut is. A lot of times when I was when I was getting plate ribs uh, from a, one of my guys that I know down in Oklahoma, he would always cut me plate ribs, and he would come up to Kansas City and bring me some. He would cut me three bones worth, and so three bones worth was about it was roughly about four pounds, and so those things cooked fairly quickly, and I could I could kind of cook them alongside a a pretty good size slab mm-hmm. of uh, pork spare ribs, and they would take about another extra hour at that 225 but man they just they just fall, they fall right off the bone it's unbelievable and can you can you get them at like go to your butcher or grocery store and and special order them absolutely you know if you, if you just make friends with the guy at the, at the that's all that's always a I key mean, that, that's like the number one that's yes. the number one rule of getting <laughs> into barbecue find a grocery store you like with a really good meat counter and you know Take the butcher a Christmas present for God's sake. <laughs> Just become his best friend because, and, and, and actually do a little research before you go in because just like anything else, if you go in there and you have no idea what you're looking for, it might be a little tough to get any information on. But if you go in there and you say, Hey, can you guys cut plate, you know, beef plate ribs? Right. They're going to be like, Oh, this guy knows exactly what he wants. Let's, now, will they have, have them on hand all the time, or do they have to sometimes order them? You know, it just depends on the grocery store. If they're breaking down whole primals at the grocery store, yeah, they might have them. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, we didn't get to spare ribs, but we talk about <laughs> pork ribs so I mean, I, often. I want to talk about... I, I'll talk about ribs all day, every day. <laughs> we will get to that in it's a... It's the only in, thing I'm good at. Well, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't talked about beef ribs, I think, forever, Man, so I'm glad we covered I that. I need to cook some. And now you've gotten me hungry. Thank I'm you, Dan. You've done yeah. your job. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. We also want to thank uh, Annie Groneman for being on the show today, a wonderful guest, and we will have him back on a regular basis. And thanks to Dan for talking about ribs, ribs, and more ribs. And our Ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by our barbecue sauce of the month, which is Blue's Hog Original Barbecue Sauce. This is the squeeze bottle. This is the good bottle. 25 ounce, only $8.49. That's a great Daddy price. That is a good bottle. Which you can get at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. For T-Bone and Dan and myself, thank you for tuning in and happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida.
If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com.